The views and opinions expressed here on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. I feel like the Jake Something Girlies 100% manifested this episode. I am so honored to be joined by Jake Something, who is an independent wrestler that has been making waves on the indies. You may have also seen him wrestle on AEW Dark, Impact Wrestling, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Jake is spilling the wine on all things pro wrestling, including how he fell in love with the sport to training at the ROH Dojo, his first match, and some of his favorite matches and opponents that he's had thus far. Jake is also spilling the wine on his future, what he wants to accomplish next in pro wrestling, and if he plans to sign with a company. And of course, I could not have Jake on the show without discussing the Jake something girlies. If you follow us on social media, you've definitely seen us talk about this. But now we're going back to the humble beginnings. We're talking about the start of the Jake something girlies, how Jake feels about the group, and also the collaboration between myself and Jake to create a shirt that is now sold on his pro wrestling tee shop. So grab your favorite glass of bubbly. We're going in for the three count. Welcome back to Wrestling Wind Down. I am joined by Jake Something. You guys have probably seen him on our social media. We started the Jake Something Girlies, and it is an honor to finally have Jake on the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Let's dive right in. When did your love of professional wrestling begin? Um, I don't know if I can like say a specific point because it's just always been there. Like mm-hmm. I've always watched it. My family watched it, and like I, there's tapes that my aunt and uncles had from like when they went and watched stuff like Ric Flair and stuff like that so it's just always been a thing who were some of your favorites to watch when you first started watching versus who you enjoy watching now um so especially when I was a kid Sting Hulk Hogan like all those guys and as I was getting older Stone Cold Triple H Triple H remains my favorite of all time um and now I kind of like I still watch all of those dudes um mm-hmm. but now i like try to like add in some extra stuff like i thought vader was cool when i was a kid but now yeah. i like, watch him I'm like oh okay and like things like that where i just try to dive a little deeper mm-hmm. when did you realize that you wanted to pursue professional wrestling as a career um i think it's the same as that first question it's just always been a thing like when i was in elementary when you're in like second or third grade and like oh what's everybody want to be when they grow up i just have always said wrestlers so i remember writing it when i was a kid everything so it's just it's always been i'm like yeah i'm gonna do that <laughs> was there ever like any other occupation that maybe interested you or anything else along the way or were you just full steady like professional wrestling is exactly what i'm gonna do did you have like any other careers that you liked or anything that you kind of were like mm, if wrestling doesn't work out i might try this uh no not really i mean <laughs> i remember in high school even like the guidance counselors uh you know and they're like oh uh what do you want to do for this or this and it's just always been wrestling like i have things that i know i could always just like do right like right i uh when i was younger i took like metal tech and stuff like that so like i have experience in welding and stuff but like i don't care about any of that or any other job really like I've done things but this is the only thing I've wanted to do right you started your wrestling training at the ROH dojo when did you start training there and what made you choose that specific dojo so honestly I just googled uh wrestling schools 
Um, I didn't really know anything about indie wrestling at all. Like in my senior year of high school, I think I went to like a couple of little shows um, because I was like interested in trying to be a wrestler. But like me and my friend who also trained at Ring of Honor, uh, we just Googled pro wrestling schools and like Ring of Honor was like the one at the top, which is funny because I'm from Michigan. I'm about two hours away from Detroit. I had House of Truth, which is two hours away. I had the Can-Am Dojo, which is about two hours away. Um, but instead, I moved 15 hours <laughs> to go to Ring of Honor, which was cool. But right. uh, yeah, no, so I just saved up money um, when I was in high school. And then as the moment I, I graduated, I moved out there. I think I started October of 2008 to train and finished April 2009. And I had my first match like two days later or something. Two days later? I think so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember yeah. that first match, like who you faced? How was it? No, not really. Like, I remember the show. It was a Cinco de Mayo show in Detroit. And in that, like, that area, it's like a big thing. Um, and so it was like, a, there was a lot of people there and stuff. And I, it's funny because, like, more often than not, when you first start wrestling, like, you didn't get paid at all. But, like, I got 20 bucks. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got $20 <laughs> to do this. That's cool. But, and I don't remember who I wrestled. Um, I remember I loved it. And it was fun. It was cool. The very next day, I was in Saginaw for another show. And, uh instead of having like a 10 minute match, like I did the day before, um, I just got jumped and beaten up in like two minutes. So it was a much different atmosphere. I didn't get paid for that one, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was really cool. It was a fun weekend. So looking back on that first match, you say you don't remember who you faced. You remember where it was. Do you remember if you had any regrets on maybe something that you could have been better at or something that you could have done it differently in that match? Not for the, not for the first one. Like I, I do that stuff a lot now. Mm. Um, and I mean, I've always done that throughout like my whole career, but like, I just remember being excited, you know, I was like, cool. <laughs> you know, it was like really, really fun. It was cool. Like even, even the first, you know, few years, like if I messed up or anything, it's like, you know, live and learn, I guess. I don't, I right. don't harbor that stuff too much. And cause sometimes mistakes make it cooler. Yeah. What have been some of your favorite matches that you've competed in uh, along your 12 years of wrestling so far over 12 years Ooh. i have like a, a whole history catalog of matches with uh, rohit raju because mm -hmm. him and i we before i trained i was a backyard wrestler and i used to wrestle in his yard <laughs> so like when i was in high school i wrestled at rohit raju's house um so i had matches with him there him and i had matches uh, on small independent shows, we had a match at Ring of Honor. We had a match at at Impact. Like, I mean, we've like went through hell and back. You know, it's been cool. So he's probably number one on the list for sure. Um, Josh Alexander, uh, my match with Chris Bay. I've had a couple matches with Chris Bay. Trey Miguel. Like, they're all dudes that I've had. I think I think some of my best matches with, some of my favorite matches with, and. I think I bring out the best in them and they bring out the best in me. So it's really, really cool. And then recently I just had a match with Juice Robinson for New Japan. That match, awesome. He was super fun, cool to work with. It was a match I've wanted for a long time. So I'm excited for everyone to see it. And I'm excited to see it too. I haven't got to watch it yet. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to dive into the Jake something girlies. So yeah. I posted a video I think May or June of in the summer and uh -huh. it was at the BLP show and you were coming out and I, I forgot what I captioned it. I think I just said rise up Jake something girlies. I was just, <laughs> right. you know, just joking around. Yeah. And I don't know how you found it. I don't know if someone sent it to you. I don't know if it came across. Like, I'm so curious how you even found it. And 
I was just surprised at the traction that I gained. Like people uh-huh. love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to guess, like more often than not, stuff is just sent to me, either like mm-hmm. somebody DMs it to me or something like that. That's usually how it is. And I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought it was funny and stuff like that. It was cool. Like whenever I see that stuff, I just think it's cool. From there, then we went and we designed the I'm a Jake something girl shirts, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have really loved. You put the idea in a tweet. So can you explain the original idea of the shirt? And then how has the response been from all of your fans, including, you know, the females, male, non-binary, et cetera? Oh, I mean, the responses seem super positive. Like, uh, you know, it's just cool. Like, like, I know guys and girls that both have bought the shirt. I think it's cool. Like, if I was on the opposite end and I was just, like, a fan buying a shirt, I would wear that shirt. I think it's Right. Cool. And I think what's different, too, is that it's not black. And yeah, I, yeah. I saw that a lot of people were like, Jake, why don't you have it in black? And you're like, everything else is in black. Like, I'll just right. put something out. I think the pink was a nice touch. But I've seen a lot of positive feedback as well. And the original idea was from Paul Heyman, right? Yeah, I mean, because I don't remember, like, you tweeted something about the girl. I don't remember what you said, but I was like, I just thought of that, like, oh, the Paul Heyman thing. And uh, it turns out it worked pretty well. I did. (laughs) (laughs) What has it been like to know that you have, like, this girly army behind you? I mean, it's, I mean, it seems like every time now you tweet something or you have a match or you show, like, a clip of you doing something crazy in the ring, you have at least a couple girlies that are, like, Mm -hmm. totally right there behind you. I feel all powerful. No, it's cool. It's <laughs> it's fun. It's cool. And I just like, in general, the support feels cool and feels good. So, you know, I like it. <laughs> you've had an amazing career thus far. You've worked on the independence, but you've also been able to work in Impact. You've been on AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about AEW Dark. So you've had a couple appearances on there. I know you faced Danhausen, and you faced, who else did you face on there? Seidel, Danhausen, mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. Is that it? I can't remember. I feel like there's one more, but I can't remember. I know the most recent was Danhausen. Yeah, that was super fun too. Yeah. And you know what's cool? The cool thing about that match too is uh I went down there, it was at the same time that I wrestled Seidel. And like Danhausen's a good friend of mine. And when uh, I told him that I was gonna be down there, he's like, Oh, awesome. I'm gonna try to have a match with you because I'm scheduled to be there too. I'm like, cool. And then um I get there and he had to come late because he had like another thing to do prior that day. And when he got there, they didn't have him like slotted for any matches. So he just was like, oh, shoot. So he went up to Tony. He's like, hey, can I wrestle Jake, please? And I mean, it was just so like, Tony goes, yeah, cool. We'll put it up. <laughs> it was like, that easy. like, okay, sweet. So like I wrestled earlier that day and it was just, it was just cool. How was the atmosphere at AEW Dark? Uh, I mean, I know it's like a, it's kind of a bigger caliber than impact. Obviously it's a bigger caliber than the independents. Like what is the atmosphere going in there as, you know, an independent wrestler? I wouldn't even say it's a bigger caliber than uh, impact, especially because the first couple times I went to impact was when they, cause they used to tape at Orlando studios Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same location. So, okay. It feels like the first times I was at impact and it's ran very similarly, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it, uh, it feels like that. Um, but it like, and it felt good. Like I love impact. It, it was like a little home, you know? Right. Um, but, uh, at, when I did dark, it was really cool. Everyone was super respectful and I had like a lot of friends there anyways. And then even the people that I didn't necessarily know, they were very respectful to me too. And it, it was just, it was a good atmosphere. Everything felt good, you know, didn't feel 
didn't feel abrasive. You know, sometimes you go somewhere new, like, you know, it can, it can get a little abrasive or, right. or something like that. It didn't feel like that to me. So that was good. So looking into the future, what do you want to accomplish next in your career? I see these tweets. People are like, who should AEW sign? Who should WWE sign? And I always see your name mentioned, but what do you want to do next in your career? I don't even know. Like I, I want it all. Right. So I just yeah. want to make sure that I go wherever feels the best and fits the best. Like, cause I'm, I'm having a good time doing what I'm doing now. I like being able to do whatever I want and, you know, eventually I'll sign something, but I don't know what it's going to be. I love working with new Japan. I love doing all the independence. I love the little stuff I did with AEW. I love the stuff I did with impact. Um, WWE would be super cool. Um, I've worked a lot of people. I worked with a lot of people in WWE, you know, so I think that I have a lot of possibilities and I just don't know what's the right fit yet, but we'll see what happens. It'll come along one day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not even rushing it. Cause like I, I have a lot of things on the horizon, a lot of, a lot of little talks I've been doing. So I just kind of got to see what feels right. And you currently are the champion at AEW. How has yep. that treated you? I was there when you won the title. That was mm -hmm. crazy. <laughs> That's a, that was a cool, that's a cool one for me. That's important to me. Like sometimes the importance of titles gets lost, especially on the independence because there's, you know, 50 shows for each town, but AEW is like a staple in independent wrestling. It has a long lineage. Like even that title alone has been held by, by, you know, Seth Rollins and I just forgot literally everybody else that's ever held the title. No, Brody like King only Seth. Yeah, yeah, just, just him. No, Brody King held it. Um, yeah, I mean, more recently, like uh, people like that are that I came up with too, like Mance Warner and stuff. Like it's you know, it's got a rich lineage. Uh, Sam Callahan. There's there's a lot there. A lot of people that you've seen on TV have even just been through the doors of AAW. When I first started wrestling, that was a place that I used to travel to to like just set up the ring, you know, just to try to get on. And so it was cool. It was really cool to actually get it. You know, it, it's, right. it's important. Are there any upcoming shows or events that you can share with the listeners? Yeah, I have. Uh, I mean, tomorrow I'm going to be at BLP. I'll be wrestling Masha Slamovich, which is. Oh, awesome. my gosh. Yep. Can't wait she had a great out. match with Josh <laughs> that when we went. Yeah, that was, that was one amazing. Of my matches I've seen live in, in a while. But all, like, she's awesome. Every match I've ever seen of Josh is like, wow, that's the best match I've ever seen. So <laughs> the dude's the dude's unreal. Uh, but she's she's awesome. I'm super excited to wrestle her. Um, next weekend I have a double shot with Smash Wrestling. They're doing like a a mashup with WXW, um, which that will be cool. And I think it's being filmed for. It's going to be on the WWE Network. I don't know when. It is, yeah. Yeah, so that's really cool too. So those are the next uh, three shows that I have in the next like week or two. So. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jake, for joining me here on Wrestling Wind Down. Where can the people find you on social media? Where can they buy your merch? Uh, at Jake something underscore. And besides that, if you go to my link tree, I've got my pro wrestling tees in there. I have a Patreon. Like, you know, I, I got lots of little stuff that if anyone wants to look and find, you can find me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. We are on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. We also have our official merch store, which you can find at shop.wrestlingwindownlv.com. Let us know what you thought about this episode. What was your favorite part? 
part. Until next time, enjoy your wine and of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers. Cheers.